0: So if anyone wants to use Zoom, you can see how I'm using it. So this is a good learning tool. So we're recording right now, and then I'm going to um, go ahead and uh, share my screen. Hopefully I'm sharing. All right, sharing the screen. And we're going to start our slideshow from beginning. All right, so we have these pictures off to the side. So I'm not distracted. All right, so if anyone um, needs to chat or or, or anything, we can go ahead and you'll be able to ask any questions that you have. So let's get started. So welcome everyone who is on right now or those who are gonna be coming in and watching uh, the replay. This is the power of planning for the supernatural. And it's a it's a webinar that I'm just offering so that um, I know that we're halfway through the year. And uh, some of you have started the year with me with the refocus 21 fasting, where we seek the Lord for for um, unlike the world who just planned, we plan with God for our relationships with Him, with our spouses, our children, etc. Our health, emotional. Uh, diet, exercise, everything, um, and our finances, how we tithe, how we give, how we invest, and um, how we so how you might give offering. And don't forget, save, and how we save. And so we began the year uh, with some goals. And the reason we are meeting halfway through is I realized that usually when you get, you have a goal, and I want to just distinguish between A goal and a dream. So the dream, usually we mean, um, what we mean by the dream is usually a vision or the ultimate assignment that God has for us. Uh, But we know that the ultimate goal and the ultimate assignment that God might have for us is not something that we could uh, do in a year. So what we do is we have to set small goals and set steps so that we can get to the ultimate uh, goal that God has for, for us. And so uh, we're halfway through the year. Um, if you set your, your, your goals really low, you may have reached them. But a lot of times for us, uh, if you set your, your goal, uh, more than likely, either we're tired or we just need a, lick, a little extra oomph because the enemy sends distraction. He might send it in the form of, it could be sickness. It could just be busyness. It can be depression; he sends so many things to us to distract us from our goals, so now that we 're halfway through, I know it's going to take some supernatural for some of us to even get back on track uh, for some of us, just the the supernatural to um, to even burst through to through procrastination, and some of us we're just uh, over we feel as if we 're in over our heads, but what I love about. Planning for the supernatural is that when God steps in, He takes over, and what seemed so impossible in the natural, uh, when we see the supernatural results, is is so amazing that we can't take any credit for it. He gets all the credit for it. So I like to be practical, and so uh, if you have um if you have a pen and paper, you're gonna need that because as I said, it says inspirational coaching and strategist. So I'm not gonna coach you and not give you homework and um, food for thought for you to go back and you have to do because we only have about an hour or so with you and you can't, uh, some of this stuff is you're gonna have to be able to sit on your own with the Holy Spirit and go through to get deeper into what it is um, that he has for you because as I said, we, this is just going to be um, your launching pad today. So mark today, 7-Eleven. I know you get we get free slushies. My kids would know this at Seven Eleven, but today Seven um, Eleven, you just marked that day. We're halfway through the year, and we're going to put some super on our natural plans tonight. And so, if you called in, I know that your faith is high because if you saw something talked about planning for the supernatural and you called in, I know that you are ready. Your faith is locked and loaded, and you are ready to take your plans to another level. So I am so excited to get started. I'm gonna give you some uh, biblical examples because what we use is biblical strategies uh, to to get this done. And so what I love about this um, Proverbs that I put up here is from King Solomon. And we know that King Solomon, when God asked him what he wanted, he said he wanted wisdom. But the amazing thing about wisdom, and we know God is wisdom and his word is wisdom. The amazing thing about wisdom is that it brings prosperity with it. It brings wealth. It brings um, wholeness with it because that's what wisdom does. And the wisest man, King Solomon said, good planning and hard work leads to prosperity. I put three dots, but as many of you know, the rest of that verse says, but hasty, shortcuts lead to poverty and so we don't want to do hasty shortcuts we want to do good planning and so i know we started off our year with our with our plans but we are wise enough to know to go to the source of all wisdom for us to to plan because even though we're going to see through scriptural examples that god always uses um He he takes the, he always uses order. So even though we are planning for the soup, we're expecting the supernatural, there's an order to it. So when I wanted to find out what's the order when you're expecting a supernatural harvest, you know, if you, if you're feeling dry, you don't feel you have any more energy to get to your goals, to accomplish your goals, or even know what to do, or if to switch your goals or whatever, um, it's amazing that we have examples in the Bible and God's character does not change. So the reason we like to go to the word is to see his character. What can we expect from him? And what we're going to see is there's an order to, um, to everything that he does. And if we look at Jeremiah 29, 11, that's usually my, my base scripture because it tells us that we need to plan. God's plan for us is wholeness. And we in turn need to plan for wholeness. So that's why in the beginning of the year we plan for relationships, health, finances, because we want to be sound body, mind, and spirit. Because it's a travesty sometimes when we see someone prospering in the business, but then their health might be failing, or prospering in the health and the business, but their relationships might be failing. Um, that's part of life. However, we know. That God says his plans for us is shalom in Hebrew, which is wholeness. It talks about um, shalom meaning wholeness. It says wellness, prosperity. It also uh, talks about safety. Um, and if you, if you look it up in the concordance, you can get the fullness. But it means as it, at its core wholeness. When God says, I know the plans I have for you, it's plans of peace. The word peace there is shalom, meaning wholeness. And so if you've been following me for any time, when I talk about success, I, I'm not talking about just finances. I'm talking about the shalom because that's what uh, Jesus came for in John ten ten, He said, I have come that you might have life more abundantly to the full till it overflows. And I love through scripture, even though we know that um, in Israel, if you go to Israel right now, um, when people read scripture, they read it in Hebrew. And so I was able to visit Israel and see, you know, and just be able to visit different synagogues and realize that the Hebrew is there. So I'm pretty certain that when Jesus told uh, the people that he healed, he he bid them wholeness. I'm pretty certain it was shalom, meaning um, uh, body, mind, and spirit. And so don't be afraid when we're talking about uh, making plans, don't leave out uh, certain areas. And I, we try to be balanced. So if right now the area you might be needing help with is health, fine. You believe for supernatural healing. If it's uh, your ministry you want to get started, you, you believe for, for that, for insight and clarity on that. If it's for business, whatever it is, there's nothing that you could bring to God that God would be like, ah, I don't care about that. He cares about all areas of our lives. So we don't want to leave anything out. All right. So when we started in the year, we started with SMART goals. And let's see who remembers. So our SMART goals that we did was we made the goals. Beginning of the year was specific. It was measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-sensitive. So I'll send out this PowerPoint as well. So you guys would have access to, to, to some of these notes. And um, so those were the plans. So you may have started off with your specific goal. You thought it was attainable. There was something you could do because you were hyped. It was the beginning of the year. And now we're halfway through and you're like, oh, I don't know if I could do this. I don't know if I could keep this up. I'm, I'm just tired. You know, you're tempted when you come home to just sit down and binge and watch TV shows or whatever, that's, you know, that's something that we 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 might uh, be able to or be tempted to do. I know I'm off for the summer, so I had my share of temptations for that. <laughs> and, um, and I just wanted to let you know, if you stay until the end, you'll get a link to a 30-minute complimentary strategy session for a goal of your choice. So if there's a goal um, that as we're going through the Holy Spirit reveals to you it's a goal that you need to um, believe for supernatural things in, in those goals. And uh, you just need a little bit of help um, to fine tune it and make it, have it be in order. You can stay till the end and I will, I will be able to share a link with you uh, for, for that. All right. So we're jumping right in. All right. So we're going to start with the, I'm going to go through seven steps. Um, that we that we need to, to go through in order to see the supernatural in a certain area of our lives. And as I said, you're going to need a pen. I'm going to give you assignment, something for you to do uh, so that you're not just listening to me speak. <laughs> the Holy Spirit will be speaking to you. And I want that you would write down the thoughts as it comes to you and so that after you can... You can um, mull over it afterwards. And if you have questions afterwards, you can, you can um, use the link at the end and get, and speak for me, with me for 30 minutes and I can um, we we'll team up with the Holy Spirit of, of, of course, because we're talking about the supernatural and we will get those, um, we we'll get those done. All right. So I got to grab my pen as well. Sorry about that. Okay. So number one, um, Every time I, I decide I'm going to, we're going to do a webinar or something, I just get my information so differently from most. I uh, came across Luke chapter nine, and uh, when, when, I, when God spoke to me about this Luke chapter nine, I knew I had to, to share this uh, because it, it helped me to believe for the supernatural, for, for what's in my life. And so... Um, on your own time, you can look through Luke chapter nine, or you can just follow on, follow along with me. Uh, So the story about Luke chapter nine that I love so much was um, we know that Jesus, this is the difference we were talking about. There's an ultimate goal, an ultimate assignment. We know that Jesus' ultimate assignment, he said, uh, he quoted Isaiah when he said, uh, the spirit of the Lord is upon me and he's anointed me to preach a gospel to the poor, heal the sick, set captive free, um, bring deliverance, That was That was his assignment. And we know he completed his assignment. But as he was going along, there were some goals that he, he, he had to meet. There were little things that he had to do along the way to get to the ultimate goal. And so when I say I am practical, this is what I'm talking about. I'm not here to tell you you're going to get to your ultimate goal right now, right here. Because God gave you life and he's, he's a God who strategizes and everything has to be in order. And so for you to get to the next step, you have to first make the next step and know what that next step is, what it looks like, and not forget the, um, how faith comes into play with this. So if you, when we looked at um, Luke chapter 9, we used Jesus as our example. Um, part of his mission was to spread good news, of course. And the the supernatural was needed here because... He, was, he had to feed 5,000 men, not including children and women. Those were extra additional. So a minimum of 5,000 people he had to feed. And so um, this was part of the, the goal that he, you know, that he was faced with, something that he had to do. And this is the lesson that we can learn from this. What did Jesus do when he was faced with this insurmountable, he needed to make a next step. What was he supposed to do? And so we see, when, if you look at um, chapter nine, uh, he, he told the disciples, let's see. Sorry, let me see. He said uh, to them, I'm trying to quote, sorry. Um, he, he told them, go ahead and feed the people. That was the mission that Jesus gifted to the disciples. The mission was feed the people. All right. So think about how, what you would do. What is your mission? So their mission is to feed the people. So they came up with an excuse. So their first excuse was, and it makes sense. So just like how we, we started off the year with smart goals, and we listed them, you know, so it's good. So the first thing they said was, we don't have any money. So they told Jesus, look. You tell, you, you're giving us this mission to do, this goal to feed 5,000 people. We don't have any money and we don't have any food. So are those valid excuses? Are those valid points? I would say, yeah, those are valid points. And so when they came to Jesus and they said, look, we don't have any money, we don't have any food. Do you think Jesus said, okay, if you don't have any money and you don't have any food, forget it. You don't have to do that goal anymore. That means that goal is beyond you. Uh, you can't do it. Let me give it to somebody else to do who has money and who has food. Did Jesus do that? No, he didn't. So what goal did God gave you? What dream or mission that you know in your heart that God gave you to do? And uh, You may not have any money. You may not have any food. When I say food, provision or resources to get it done. But how many of you know that when Jesus, when God gave you a mission to do, He knows um, He knows what you have. He knows if if you're able to speak like Moses when God said, Moses, lead these millions of people through the wilderness. Moses went to tell God that well, I can't speak. Well, that that didn't excuse Moses from doing what God called him to do, because God knew that Moses capability, but the difference is God doesn't want you to rely on your resources. He doesn't expect for you. He doesn't expect to give you a command and expect you to to provide for it. If you're in an army and they say, you know, you got to go to Timbuktu, uh, to fight this war. Do you have to get your own gun, your own uniform? No. So why do we expect that? Um, from God. So that is one thing that blocks the supernatural from happening is we we make excuses and we just drop it because we feel it's not something that we are equipped to do. But whenever God calls you to do something, you, you don't have to feel equipped. You don't have to see the equipment because the, the scripture says you are the equipment. Um, and so we just have to, first off, Drop the excuses. So once we're able to drop the excuses, now we're walking, we're able to start stepping into the supernatural. Because if, if the disciples, um, if Jesus said, hey, feed these 5,000 people, and he knew they had no money and they had no food, um, and, the deci- and then he gave the disciples the next instructions, and they still didn't step into what he said, we would not be... St- Telling this story today, and we know that Jesus came as our example because He wanted us to see that. He, actually, He said it: that greater works than these you will do, because I go to my Father. So that leaves us. We can't. We don't have any more excuses. So if Jesus said, "Greater works you will do," if you're a follower of Christ, He is telling you, um, you know, Rochelle. He's saying, "I expect you to do greater than this." So, uh, ladies, the power of the, um, the supernatural is expected of us. This is something we expected to walk in. But if we're not told, and oh, if we don't expect it, we won't be able to walk in it. And so, hopefully, tonight I try not to, I try to waste through and um, give you as much um, tools as possible and offer enough follow up because unless I can get you into the right mindset in at the offset of, of this, uh, as we go along, your, your belief will be too low and you won't be able to benefit, um, enough from this webinar. So I want everyone to realize that, um, when, when Jesus said greater, he meant you. Okay. So you're, you, you're not excused. <laughs> so when he said greater, he meant me, I got to do greater. And so, um, if you can read what I have here, I said, um, to choose a goal um, that you may have set this year that it just seemed to have eluded you. It just seems like it's so far away that it's not something you could attain or it's something that you're just tired um, of in your own strength, which is fine because together we can put our faith together and we can believe for that push that we need. So whether it's health, finances, relationship, or everything, but tonight I just want you to pick one one that comes to your mind, so I'll give you a few seconds to just uh think about the one goal as I go through the other six steps that we could uh focus on so we can believe for so at the end we can see the supernatural um on that for that particular thing. So, okay, all uh, right, and we're going to we're gonna hit on it tonight and um by the end we're okay, for the all supernatural. right, all right. just happening all right so i'm not just speaking to you i'm speaking to myself too because i just wrote my supernatural goal down and that's going to take some super (laughs) for that to get done so hopefully you wrote yours down all right so the next thing you're going to write it says list some of the hindrances or excuses that has kept you from reaching those goals or just plainly What are some things that you feel you can write it down now and then attack it later if you'd like, or you could see if you can come up with it now so that it, um, I can walk you through it as we, uh, as we speak. So, um, list some hindrances. You can list some lack, some resources that's needed and nobody's going to read it, but you and God. So just be honest and think what you think has stopped you. And we'll, we'll, we'll also pray at the end for anything else that you need to, needs to be revealed to you, that it will be revealed. All right, so some resources. Some of you may say, okay, I'm not educated, as if God ever asked that of you. If you needed it, you would have had it, right? Uh, some of you say you don't have any, any funds. Well, we, we, we knocked that excuse out the water already. As we go through this story, we're going to see uh, what Jesus said. All right. So this is what Jesus told them when they came to him and they said, um, you know, we don't have any food and we don't have any money. So this is what God says. Um, he said, okay, look around you and see what resources. If does anyone have food around you, is there anything around you that we can use? Um, was the next thing that Jesus told them. So number two is know your current state, take inventory. And so, uh, taking inventory for you might be you got to know your gifts, your talents, your expertise. You got to know if you're in debt, um, if you are believing to save or get out of debt or whatever, you're going to have to first face the music um, and find out, you know, what is your current state? So for the disciples, what they were able to find was five loaves and two fish. And so they came with the five loaves and said, hey, we found—we all we found was five loaves and two fish. But they thought they needed money at first. It was like, you know, this is going to take a lot of money to feed 5,000 people, men, plus women and children. And uh, Jesus said, well, look around. What, what do you see? And so that's what they found. So the same for you today. You know, know your current state. Look around. What do you have? You have a computer or you have a cell phone because you're on the phone with me right now. So that's a resource because I know I'm a resource to you. I'm, I'm here to help. Um, you, you have talents. Uh, you have gifts. And talents don't necessarily mean singing, dancing, or snowboarding or whatever. Talents could just mean you have a talent to, to help people, to make people laugh, to make people happy, to inspire people, encourage people, your go-getter. You know, whatever God gave you, that's what you have. Um, so they were able to go to this, uh, this, this young man, a, a, it was a boy, a little boy, and get the resources from that. But just think about that for a moment. Many people would think, man, you, you're taking food from a baby? <laughs> God sometimes sends you to the most unlikely source to get help. So he, a lot of times he sends you to the thing that you may have discounted or the person you may have discounted that's the person who God uses many times. So don't discount whatever gifts or talents you have and say, Oh, I don't do this too well. I'm not good at this. Cause if you do that, you'll be limiting God. And we know that, you know, we, we put limits on ourselves when we focus on ourselves, but we remove the limits from ourselves when we, when we put God in his rightful place. So go ahead and list those gifts and talents if you're not able to um, list them all right now, just write down that you need to list them, so you could take your inventory even after this session. So that was number two. He told them, "Look around. What do you have that you could use?" Everybody have something that they can use. Remember the woman, the widow of Zarephath. All she had. This is in First Kings chapter, I believe, seven the woman of Zarephath, the widow, when she was hungry, starving, and in debt, she had nothing to eat, no resources, no money, no work. And God came, the prophet came to her and said, what do you have in your hand? If you're looking for the supernatural, that's always the first question. And all she had was flour and oil. And God, and the, the, the prophet said, okay, if all you have is flour and oil, that's all God needs to perform a miracle. And he did indeed perform that miracle. Okay, let's see if this chat is an emergency. Here here, Carolyn is not on mute. Oh, Carolyn, you're not on mute. Everybody make sure you mute. <laughs> I, will, I will mute her. Okay, there you go. Who else is not on mute? Let's put this over. Thanks, Darlene. All right, I think everybody else is on mute. All right, so everybody should be good with that. I lost my train of thought. I'm talking about the widow. I'm trying to be uh, quick here because I want to make sure everyone can relate so that after this call, everyone can go through and listen to the Holy Spirit to know how do we get, because I want these testimonies at the end. So the woman only had oil and flour and we know the end of the story because we know that she had so much left over. She was able to pay all her bills, have enough food to eat, even in a a famine, her and her son, they were able to live a good life with just two resources that she had. But the difference was, just like with the story of Jesus, there was was an order that had to take place uh, for her to be able to believe for the supernatural she had to know what she had in her hand and that was um, the second step because the first step was the excuses as we went through she made an excuse as well she said look you know i'm dying i'm starving my son is starving and i don't have anything so that's what her excuse for starving was she didn't have anything and then god the the the, the, um prophet didn't say okay fine you don't have anything your excuse you don't have to you don't have to believe in nothing no he didn't say that he asked her To know your current state, what do you have in your house? And Jesus did the same thing with the disciples. What do you have? And I'm saying the same thing to you today. What do you have? You have something. All right. So, number three is expect it. And then I had to add for you on there because a lot of times we say expect it. And when we read the Bible, we expect that if the woman comes, if the prophet comes, and You complain to the prophet and say, look, I don't have anything. I need stuff. You expect for something to happen. But when it comes to us, we don't want to expect it. Well, I know in this bunch we expect it because it says supernatural on there. So we know we're expecting supernatural. But the difference is expect that the supernatural will happen to you. And so today I ask for you to pick one goal because I want us to uh, laser in our faith on that one goal so we could see the supernatural uh, manifest even this week. I want doors to open Uh, this week. I want us to be able to see God move in a particular area of our lives. Uh, Once he does it for this one goal, I know you will believe him for the next goal. So we're gonna start where we are and we're going to um, expect that for you, the supernatural will happen. So whether it's breakthrough healing, finances, career relationships, we're going to believe for that. And so just think about when Jesus spoke to the disciples and he said, um, you know, okay, go ahead and bring me, get the bread, see what we have. If they didn't expect anything, they would have just turned around and walked away. They'd be like, nope, I'm not going to see. This is just mission impossible. I'm not going to do this. I'm not even wasting my time. Because sometimes people make us feel as if you know, we're wasting our time because the situation seems impossible because we we did it last year and it didn't work. We did it last month and it didn't work. But when you listen to the prophet, when you listen to God's word, and we know that the season that's coming up the next 90 days is harvest. And that's the season God made you. We worked all year long and what's coming up right now is harvest season. And so I want us to be able to believe for the supernatural harvest. So we are preparing for it now. So I want you to expect it That's the next one. And then number four is to plan for it. Because even if you expect it, God is a God of order. So even if you expect it, we say good planning and hard work leads to prosperity. The wisest and richest man who ever lived, we know he got his wisdom and his wealth from God. And this is um, the process or the order. And so we have to to plan for it. Um, Let's just look at, uh, we're we're back to Luke 9. What did Jesus tell them? He told them, sit everyone in in groups of uh, 50s and groups of 100. Imagine when they added men, um, sorry, women and children, they factor it out to be maybe like 20,000 people or or so. And so imagine this, they could have just, um, you know, jump ahead and and just get the food and not have any order. It would have been chaos. It would have probably ended up in, you know, this family fighting because they didn't get food or this other group here thinking that, oh, they might run out. So let's go steal these people food. But But when you are planning for the supernatural, you rely on the Holy Spirit to help you come up with a plan. So they had to plan for it. So in order for them to plan for it, imagine they had to have had some type of faith for them to plan for it. Because if they didn't believe, they would not have made a plan. So this is the key I wanted to share for number four. If you make a plan for the supernatural, it will happen for you. Because you're planning for it, that's an act of faith. So if you if you're believing, if God tell you to do something and it seems so far-fetched, you don't have the funds, you don't have this, you don't have that, or whatever excuses we come up with. If I, if I unmute everyone, everybody have an excuse. And trust me, and it's a legitimate excuse too. Because not telling me to feed people and not giving me the food or the money to, to buy the food or to get the food, that's kind of, um, it's kind of crazy, right? And so, but they, they listened and they, they planned for it. Okay, they planned. That, that took a lot of faith. So whatever goal that you have, you know, you just need a little bit of support to plan it out. So whatever you did last week or beginning of the year, it's not working. Trust me, a plan for the supernatural will be an amazing breakthrough. All right. And so the next thing that, um, well, we have, a, a, I have here next um, a smart goal activity. So, but I think we're going to probably do this after. I wanted you to be able to um, look. Actually, you have the paper in front of you. So look at your current um, goal that you're going to, to choose. And then I want you to just um, write, plan for it on that goal so that you know at the end you're going to make a plan. And I have resources to help you at the end with that. So right on that, that you're going to make a plan because then you're making a commitment. So after we hang up here, you can't just go back to whatever you were doing before because now you're making a commitment to yourself that you're going to um, plan for the supernatural. All right. And then um, the next one is speak life over your plans. So what did Jesus do? This is, this is I love this part. Um, so number five is um, what Jesus did was he took the five loaves and the two fish, which seemed impossible. And he didn't lift it up and say, so he did not say. He didn't say, okay, Lord, I don't have enough bread. <laughs> I don't have enough fish. These people are hungry. Like he didn't do that. He lifted up and he blessed it, which means he spoke life over it. And so um, it says they're predetermined words of affirmation uh, based on scripture. So what this has reminded me to, to um, share with you guys is sometimes you have a, um, a goal or a dream, and it looks so impossible that I, w- I would like for you to Write down an affirmation based on scripture over it. So when you look at it, instead of saying, man, this looks impossible, you'll read what you wrote. So if you say God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above more than we can ask, think or imagine, when you look at your goal, you write your goal down, what are going to speak over it? God is able to, to do exceedingly above and beyond what I can think or imagine. So that's going to build your faith. And so you're going to speak life over your, your plans. And later on, I'm going to talk about the, um, the plan that I have here because I have um, affirmations for, uh, for every day. So it helps when you have your goals written down and then you have your affirmation right in front of you. I just turned to a random page and um, whatever goal I may have had, if my goal was to pass a test, because uh, we, we use this for, it's used for college students as well, high school students, anyone, or if you're to sell a house or sell a car or um, start a ministry, start a business, um, be healed or whatever, just to believe for healing. Um, so if that was your goal and you wrote it down for that week, you would have said, it says, I am fearless because the Lord is with me. And you can make up your own because you have, you have the Holy Scriptures. They, the Bible is an amazing tool for affirmation. And um, the meditation scripture on the bottom, it says, it is the Lord who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Do not fear nor be dismayed. That's Deuteronomy 31.8. And so if I had my goal written down, instead of reading the goal and being afraid i am already prepared with a with an affirmation with a, with a with a words of life to speak over it so it says i am fearless because the lord is with me and it's based on scripture so it's not just like a blind affirmation like people in the world just come up with stuff no um we know that the scripture says that god's word will not return void it will do what we what it's sent to do so our words are so powerful that when we speak it out it's a creative force it creates things it creates our environment and so whatever you speak over your goals it's what's going to happen that's just how it works that's how that's the law that's god's law if whatever you speak over it, it's what's going to do so when jesus held up the, the bread and he blessed it and then right away he started giving it out. and we know the story, how it just multiplied. Now, is, is that supernatural? Can we expect that today? What did Jesus say? He said, greater things will you do because I go to my father, right? He says, greater. So he didn't say, okay, guys, I'm going to the father, but you guys can't do the stuff you saw me do. All right, those, those things are past. Now, um, if in order for you to do the supernatural, you're gonna have to do X, Y, Z, whatever, that's not what he said, right? So if he's our Messiah, if we accepted him as our Messiah, we are in the kingdom. So we, we are in the supernatural. And that's how we have to roll like naturally. This is not something you do because you are church. or No, this is us every day. All day just walking in the supernatural and just speaking life over our children. We're not going to say, oh, you're bad or you're a mess or you're whatever. We'll be speaking life. Uh, David said, um, the scripture I like to speak over my kids, it says, your children will be successful everywhere. So God is such a God of, of wholeness that He didn't just say, your children will be successful. He said, everywhere, which means in everything they do. Wherever they go, they will be a success. And so, I am so glad to be able to um, to be able to to know to speak life over whatever plan or ever whatever, whatever situation that I might have in my life. All right. So we got, So we have that. The key word there for you is affirmation. Have your scripture or your affirmative, which means you you affirm and you're saying what God says about your situation. And so as Jesus lifted it up and he blessed it and he broke it and we know that, um, he saw miracles. So we're going to number six. All right. So next, next thing we need to learn about our goal, the goal that you have written down that we're going to focus on is after Jesus blessed it, he still had to go and do something. So we're not going to just, listen call in and say we um talk about the power of planning for the supernatural and then don't do anything with it hang up the phone and say oh oh that that wasn't that was okay or whatever no this is about doing so you, you can't see the supernatural if you don't do so let's jump back uh quickly to the widow of zarephath who she was starving she was about to she said she was about to die and her son was about to die. She was like, "Oh, we're going to die. We don't have any more nothing else to eat. This is our last thing. All we got is a little bit of flour and oil and then we're going to that's what she told the um the prophet. She she's given him the doom and gloom, all her excuses. And he said, "Well, just bake bake me a cake and you're going to you're not going to run out. You're going to have an abundance, a supernatural harvest is going to show up. And uh, so what if she just said, uh, "Nah, I don't think that's going to happen to me. I'm just a woman. Oh, I'm, I'm just a widow. I'm just so poor. You know, we love to come up with our excuses about what we're just, because we don't want to believe that God will use um, our situation for the supernatural to show up so that he gets the glory. Just like how we, um, we can talk about this, this widow, and how God showed up. I wanna be able to talk about Lorraine, Darlene, Vita, Lydia, I wanna, I want you guys to call in and let me know, this is how God showed up supernaturally in, in my little, my plan, I had this little plan and God just showed up and just multiplied it. This lady did not go asking for, for a, um, she didn't even know it existed. At least we, at least we could believe for it because we, we have the, the Bible and we have examples Um, so she, she didn't even, she didn't even know it was there, but once she found out that she could believe for it, she did. And so even as maybe as you had called in and you wasn't aware that, you know, you're supposed to believe for supernatural things to be happening in your life so that God could get the glory is the same, you know, make sure this person is mute. Let's mute this person. All right. So we want to make sure that, um, that we, if we don't expect it, we won't do it. So I don't care how crazy it sounds. So at the end, when we come up with what the steps you have to take to, to get it done, um, this lady could not multiply oil and flour. Think about it, she couldn't do it. But we know that God can and God did. Now think about the five loaves and the two fish. We, we can't wrap our heads around that. And, and guess what? We don't need to. Our job is just to believe and to do what it is God says to do. He says, believe for the supernatural. Now, if you could believe it, and I know tonight it's easier for us to believe it because we have all this evidence, but more, most importantly, we have like faith. And so we're able to put our faith together to believe for this, but they just had to do it. So Jesus um lifted up the bread, and then he broke it, and then he broke it. Remember they were in in crowds of 50s and 100. Uh, Are you guys not seeing my desktop? How did that pause? Hold on, let me read the chat really quick. You guys not seeing the screen? Let me share the screen. You guys don't need to see me, right? You need to see the screen. <laughs> Sorry. All right. All right. Now we're seeing the screen again. I don't know what happened there. Just send me a chat if anything is going wrong, guys. All right. All right. So um, so that's the story on, um, let me see what this chat is saying. Make sure everything is going well. Can't see it. We see the screen, but the slides can't read. Oh. All right. What about now? I don't know what's happening. But was it showing before? Still on slide one? Oh, wow. Okay, what about now? I see a black screen. Click on the next tab. I've been clicking on the next tab. Click on the next. Can you guys see it now? Okay, let's do this over. Stop share. And then go back to share. Let's go back to share, share the screen, share the screen. Okay, so are you guys seeing the screen? Now we're stuck. Okay, let's see what you guys are saying. Come on. Okay, yes. Yes, now I see it. Wow, after all that? <laughs> well, you you guys are good. You guys are focused because I was talking and I guess you guys were writing and not seeing the screen. Wow. Okay, so we run, <laughs> we run through now that you guys can. Is this person muted? All right. So we talked about King Solomon, smart goals, specific. But I'll send you guys out this PowerPoint, okay? I'll send the link out about drop excuses, know your current state, um, expect it, plan for it. That was number four. And speak life over it, which was the next thing Jesus did. Right? And then he broke the bread and he ended up giving the disciples since they had already made their plans. So imagine this. If the disciples didn't make the plans that Jesus said, and they bless the food and um, how would they have distributed the food? So sometimes we don't see things happen in our lives or in our businesses or in our ministries or whatever, because we don't take the time to plan for it. And we know that people always say, God don't bless a mess. But I guess what they're trying to say is, God does everything in order. And so you follow the, 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 the sequence of things Number four, you, you have to plan for it. And then you have to speak life over your plans. And um, speaking life is, is so important that um, if I want you to be able to think back on something, the, the goal that you have, think about what negative things you may have said over the goal. So if it was your health, um, what negative things you may you have spoken that you didn't, you'd never thought about that it was negative? Uh, so for example, if you were planning to do something for your business and you kept saying, man, I don't have enough resources to, uh, to get this done. And that's not the same thing as this one, know your current state. We're not in denial. We have to know what we have. We have to list, you know, our gifts, our talents, but that doesn't mean we have to speak negative over it. That's the difference. So we're not living in a la-la land. We're just living in a land where we expect the supernatural because that's what Jesus asked for us to do. So this is a non-negotiable. If you're in God's kingdom, this is a non-negotiable. You, you can't just live your life um, going in, nat- in the natural way like everybody else who don't have a God. So it was commanded to us, he says, we're going to do greater things. And so we, we need to walk in the supernatural um, for, for in order for things to happen. We need to expect it. We need to believe it. We need to plan for it. And then we need to speak life over it. Speak what it is that we want um, over whatever it is. If you join us late, we have a goal that we're working on. You're going to write that goal down. And that's what we're going to believe for supernatural things to start happening this week. I don't care that it's Thursday. <laughs> we're going to believe that we're going to start seeing things and um, even if we start seeing things in our minds differently this week, that's a big push because it all starts in the mind. Because if the, if the disciples didn't believe that Jesus could feed those people, they wouldn't have gone and did the steps he said to do and then make the plan for it. So that's what we need to do. Make the plan for it, believe for it, and speak um, over it and then just do it. So what that means by do it do the plan. Don't just do anything. You have to make a plan. So the plan that Jesus did is after he blessed it, he broke it. He spoke uh, words of affirmation. He just, you know, over it. Then he did, he broke the bread. He gave it to them. And he said to them, okay, guys, go start sharing it out. And they went and they start sharing it out. The widow of Zarephath in first Kings um, 17 um, if it's not 17, email me and I'll give you the right one because I'm going from memory, but I believe it's uh, First Kings 17. The, that lady of um, the widow, he said, the oil, the, the thing, go bake it. You know what she did? She got her oil, she got her thing and she baked it. And um, did she bake it in fair? She did. She was hesitant. It's okay. It's okay to be in fair and still do it. It's okay to... Um, you know, because they made excuses in the beginning, didn't mean God said, okay, forget it. I'm going to use someone else. No, he, he just kept telling them, you know, don't be afraid. The the prophet had to say, don't be afraid. Because of course you're thinking, man, this is my last oil, my last flour. And I'm going to go take this chance and do this. You might be saying, this is my last 50 bucks. And I have to take it to go start my business. Or I have to take it to um, whatever it is God asks, you know ask for you to do or you might say man i'm 50 years old you really expect for me to go start this launch this ministry for teens or you know whatever it is that may seem because you know i might not know but i know every single one of us know that ultimate goal that god has for us and he wants us to make the first step and he doesn't want your excuses (laughs) Sometimes I have to wonder about God because people go to God, like Gideon, they, they go to God and they say, they come up with good excuses. They're like, um, Gideon says, man, you know, I'm the least of the tribe. Like, why are you choosing me? And instead of God saying um, to Gideon, well, that's all right then. You, 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 you get a pass. You don't have to do it. He said, he said the opposite. He spoke life over Gideon. He says, you mighty warrior. So basically God is saying, yeah, I know your excuses, but your excuses is not more powerful than my word. So what it is that God asks for you to do, just do it. Follow instructions. They had to set the people up then, because imagine how embarrassing this would be. Because I know as, as women, sometimes we care about what other people think more than we care about what God thinks if we're honest with ourselves. So we're thinking, what if someone knows that, you know, I started this ministry and it failed? Like, so? <laughs> I, started a, I started a daycare. It launched off. Well, it failed. Do you think I was going to stop? Nah. It, it just means it's time to rebuild, right? And so we, we might be concerned like, man, what is this person going to say when everybody finds out? So? You, you, just, you just do it because God has more. And so he uses those as your stepping stone. So now, because I launched off before and I had started this um, which, uh, was 12 years ago or whatever, time flies, I started a daycare and it failed. Um, is that my excuse now for saying, oh man, I didn't have enough money. I didn't have enough whatever. No, because that's my stepping stone to the next thing. And so now because I saw God work miracles in that, in that setting, I can believe him for more miracles now for something bigger and something better. So it didn't, it didn't hinder me. It made me stronger. It, it increased my faith. It made me to believe more because God's character never changes. His character never changes. So he always says, don't be afraid because he, he, he always has more. And even if it looks dead, he, he, he! here he comes with, with, with a miraculous entrance into um, you know, creating something that, that's just phenomenal. So I'm not saying you're not going to get sick. Yeah, you might get sick. You might be so sick that you might think you're done. And that doesn't mean it's, it's time for you to give up. No, it just means time for you to plug in to the supernatural, make that your stepping stones. You're going to learn a lot of things about yourself when you get sick or when you lose something. And so um, those, those are times that you just press in and then you have to just rely on your faith and just do what God says. That's it, bottom line. Whatever happens, you do what God says, despite anything else. So it says, six says, just do it. So the question is, what steps do you know you have to take towards your, your goal? We're dealing with the one goal right now. So you can write it down because you might not have time to answer it right now. But what step do you know? Because you already know. This is what um, the prophet was Elijah. The, and we're talking about the widow, because I'm trying not, I only want to use two examples. I don't want to use too many. So the widow, she knew what she was supposed to do. So at one point, the disciple, the um, prophet said, go and do what you know you're supposed to do. I thought, wow, that, that is powerful. So my request to you is you know what you're supposed to do. So just go and do it, okay? So follow the steps, of course, because <laughs> God is a God of order. But just do what it is that you know you're supposed to do. All right, let's see. Miss, make sure I'm not missing anything here. So then we saw that there was 5,000. We saw that what, what she received, and then we we know about this one scripture, though, I want you to write it down, um, that Jesus said, um, you shall have what you say. So that is something that's also powerful that I, I wanted to, I made a note so I don't forget to let you know that as you speak over your finances, your health, your ministry, whatever it is you want to start, uh, for you to remember that you you don't, you're not going to have what Janice says. You're going to have what God says if you, if you repeat what he says. If you repeat your affirmation on your scriptures over your stuff, you will have what you say. So either way, it's up to you. I know we like to say, oh, God is in control. God gave you authority. Jesus specifically left, and he said that he's given us authority in Luke 10:19. Uh, He says, I've given you authority to overcome all the power of the enemy. He didn't say, I've given you authority to overcome some of the power of the enemy. He said all, but sometimes we don't realize it. So the only thing that's keeping us back from the supernatural is our expectation, is our minds. We're not expecting it. So I don't care what it is that you're planning. This is gonna be so fun. This is a fun assignment for us. Okay. So I'm I have mines down as well. And I want you to, I can't wait to hear about your goal that you have. And I want for you to expect supernatural things to happen with that goal. And um and I want you to know that God never changes. So if Jesus is saying we're gonna do greater and he keeps ex once anytime somebody came to God, when the lady the in um I was trying not to use too many too many examples, but quickly, when the lady um, was in debt and they were going to sell her sons in in First Kings as well, all she had was um, some oil and some jars to put the oil in, and she only had like a few. And he said, okay, this is what we're going to do. You're going to open a business for the whole neighborhood, for the whole community with just that one bottle of oil, that one container. And so he gave her, he, the, the, the prophet gave her a plan, a strategy. See, we don't want to leave here without a strategy. He gave her a strategy and he says, I'm going to take that. I'm going to make this massive business. And the, the long story short, she took the oil. He told her, go to your neighbors and borrow uh, jars of just empty jars. She went, she listened. She just did it. Whether she was fearful or not, she did it. She got jars from all over. She came back in with it. Next step, pour the oil. She wasn't, She, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm trying to, to, to make this brief, but as she poured the oil, she was able to make enough oil to sell for her. This is what the scripture says. She was able to pay off all her debt. She was able to take care of her two sons And she was able to have a lot of money for retirement just from one bottle of oil. Oh my gosh. Jesus wasn't even, didn't even come yet. When Jesus came, he came so that we can go directly to the father and say, Hey, I need a strategy. So I want us to to believe for a strategy because it's there, he has it. He just needs for us to ask Because If those ladies didn't ask those prophets to, to um, give them a strategy, they would have died. She would have lost her sons. The other lady would have eaten her last bread and, sh- and her, um, her and her son shared the last bread and died just as everything looked in the natural. Naturally speaking, that's what's supposed to happen. Now, look at your goals. Naturally speaking, you're not supposed to do great things, naturally speaking. But you know what? You're not natural. If you're in Christ, there's nothing natural. (laughs) There is nothing natural about us, okay? We got to be in the supernatural because God expects it. He is looking for for someone to believe for the supernatural to, to get it done, to not just make a plan. So, so she had to go get all these oil, these um, jars, and say, okay, I'm going to set up business. I'm going to fill up all these um, jars, but I don't, have any, I don't have enough oil. How many of you would do that? You'll be afraid, right? <laughs> I guess I could speak for myself. So uh, stop looking at what you have. Even if your school have five people in it, you could believe for a million if that's what God dropped in your spirit. So you don't have to believe that your book is going to sell 50 because you, because why does it have to stop at 50? Why not a million? So anyways, what I'm trying to to put to, to everyone tonight is this. If it's, if your goals look like something that you can do on your own, that is not what God is looking for. He wants you to do the supernatural He wants you to do the little goal, yes. You can do that. That's what you can do. Now it's time to ask him what he can do or what he wants to do with that little goal. I'm gonna call it a little goal that you might have because we know the scripture says uh, God is able to do abundantly more than you could think. So we thinking that this goal that we have, you know, to have the biggest um, make up something, real estate, in the nation so that when there's a need, you can bring in the homeless. You could, you could give women a retreat session, something that they're battered or they're torn. Whatever God gave you, God gave everybody something different. All right, he may not give that to me because that is not mine. So if he gave it to you, if he told you to start a school for 50, maybe 50 is what you could see, but sometimes you may have to stop and say, okay, God, you know, let me hear from you how do you want us to plan this out? And then he might, that's when you'll be able to, to believe for the supernatural. But one thing that is certain is only when we're desperate, we are able to see the supernatural. Think about it. The people were hungry and the disciples said, if we send them home, they're going to faint because they, they'd be too hungry to make it home. And we saw the miracles show up then. When the lady only had one little bit of flour and oil, we saw the miracle show up then. When the lady had one oil, one jar and one oil, and that's all she had, and she would have lost her children, we saw the miracle show up then. So we have to know, you know, that when we are in need and the fact that we even called in to find out about this planning for the supernatural, that means we have a need. We need, we need to see the next step. We need to see the next level because if we're complacent, I'm not saying content. Content is different. We got to be content. We got to be at peace. We got to be happy where we are. But at the same time, we can't be selfish and not create something for other people to enjoy. That's why we're here. We're here for each other. When I got this, um, this, this um, reading or this lesson I could have kept it for myself, but I thought, man, somebody else needs this. So I had to go in and do the work, create the PowerPoints and all the emails, uh, do whatever, because I'm like, somebody needs to hear this. We need more people. We need more women stepping into the supernatural. And so that's what I'm doing here tonight, trying to say, okay, you know, let's, let's get the message out that God is expecting us in this time. People need you. Whatever it is God is asking you to do, people are waiting. Somebody's waiting for what it is you have to do. If the disciples didn't do that, you know how many women and children would be starving and hungry because they were, they were afraid to set people up and then not have enough food because of what people might think? We, we can't worry about what people might think or worry about failing or worry. That's not our concern. We have to just, just do it. I don't want to steal Nike slogan, but that's what came to my mind is just do it. And then lastly, what we see is that we always get support. So it says, don't do it alone. So what, what if Jesus told the disciples, Oh, this is just a good example. This is what came to my mind. Jesus could have told the people himself to sit in 50, sit in a hundred and Jesus could have gone and gave out all the breads, but no, He had 12 disciples. He had 12 people helping him. He had 12 people helping him. And so sometimes we want to go at things alone. We know the wisest man who ever lived, King Solomon, he also said um, that it's foolish for a king to go out and um, not seek wise counsel. Then there's something else that talks about godly counsel. So we know that we're always supposed to, you know, to get help to get counsel, wherever we could find it. A lot of times the help is free. I know when I was, um, how, much, how many years ago, I was about to, to start my ministry, um, including starting to do No Limits, to do the Fasting Journal, etc. And there's this uh, team of retired people called SCORE, and you can go to them, you can sit down with them, and you can get, you know, you could, you know, get ideas from them. I'm not saying I didn't pray, I didn't fast about it, whatever, but I had to get support. So I went to score and it wasn't necessarily Christian people. It was just business people. And I wanted to, to hear from them. And it happened to be two older men. And uh, I told them about my idea with well, basically everything you see me doing now. I planned it years ago um, with the events, the retreat, with the books and everything else that, that's to come. And I'm believing with you for some supernatural things to roll out as well. And so they helped me with that. So I was able to get support. Some support wasn't free. Some support I had to get um, a life coach. And that wasn't free, but I needed it at the time. And so, and then I would just go online and grab stuff. Like for you, you got this, this is free. And you're able to, um, to you know, to get support, support there. And so, to um, so get support. And so I have, why I use this planner? Because I have this planner here. Um, and the planner is, be- I like this planner, or, or people rave about the planner because you get, um, not now, you, you get holistic goal planning, you get clarity of goals, to-do list, um, the weekly goals, all these goals. But it has the scripture-based affirmation and it has the meditation scripture so that you could believe for the supernatural, because it's something that you have to believe for. Now, if you already have a planner, and you, oh, if you have a, a notebook, I'm trying to find my notebook. I have this notebook, I just put stickers on it. It's just a plain notebook, and I get to write um, you know what God is telling me, and write the plans down. Because the key is, when you're sitting down, trying to listen, you have to write it down. Because God says, write the vision, make it plain. So every time you look at it, you could go towards it. So that's why a planner is so important. You have to plan what out, what it is God said. But the only difference tonight that I want, wanted to share for you is how to plan for the supernatural. So I'm excited about that, um, about, you know, hearing your, your, your testimonies. It was uh, seven steps and I did promise something. Where is it? Right here. So hopefully you can see this on the screen, This thing is, anyways, it says um, to get help with your specific goal that we started with, the SMART goals. We know our goals is gonna be on steroids right now. We're gonna pick one. you get a 30-minute complimentary um, call to help you strategize one of your goals. So if you hang up tonight and you say, man, I don't know how to set up this plan. I just need someone to just bounce some ideas off with just to to make sure that this is like a supernatural uh, goal. But before you call me, of course, you're gonna uh, pray about it, contact the Holy Spirit, and then whoever he leads you to, he may not lead you to me, whoever he leads you to, you're gonna go and you're gonna make this supernatural plan. And so um, I love, I'm a planner. I love to plan. I, um, I see things kind of differently from, from people. So it allows me to be a good strategist, um, a good planner. And so I'd love to share my talent with you. So you'll go to janicemedes.com backslash free call. All right. And then it's going to pop up and it's going to show you. Um, I think we just put your name and uh, a couple things in there, and then um, I will get with you. And, uh, but you need to do it, do it tonight or do it tomorrow because I'm going to be, be swamped um, midway through the week next week, so I have to set it up. So, um, so don't wait till um, a few days pass and then you, you try to get in because I'm going to put a, just to make sure you don't procrastinate as well, <laughs> put a 48-hour 48, 48 timeline on this, on, on this, um, offer. So most of you, many of you have my planner already. So let's go back. So, so if you'd like the planner, you go to janismodes.com backslash planner. And send. if you have the planner already, I would like for you to send me a testi- testimonial on it. Cause I do have a lot of them. I just have to upload them. So people could see how other people benefit from, uh, from having a planner. And, um, also, uh, for, just to help you out with that, if you go to plan my great, no, janismodess.com backslash notes, you can download a free, um, something to help you out for July. So I have the, the whole month of July. I have the whole week. So I want you to take that, um, that one goal that you have. And if you're going to call in to me, if you want me to work with you, Just print it out so you can, I'll show you how to do it. So once you do one goal and you put some super on that one goal and you turn it into supernatural, you'll be able to do it for your other goals. But I want to start with one so that you can practice and you can learn how to believe for the supernatural using one goal. So if you're more comfortable starting with a, with a, well, I don't care how easy you start with it. After you talk to me, it's not going to be, it's not going to be small anymore. (laughs) I'm going to help you expand it into a supernatural goal, but with a plan. That's the difference, right? Not just to believe for it, but to plan for it. And then just just to be able to watch God um, work in that. So before you tune out, um, go ahead and put in, um, I think I'll send it to you as well, janismodels.com backslash notes so that you could um, download how to do that. Even if you have a planner right now, just print this one for free and that will teach you how to use your current planner, but how to plan better. Well, let's say how to plan for the supernatural. And that's the difference. So um, thanks for giving me your attention, but let's pray before we go so that God could solidify everything that I spoke tonight. Um, so let us uh, pray. So Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you so much that you have entrusted such a great work for for each individual who have tuned in today. You have a mighty work for us to do for you. So I pray that you would give us the boldness, you give us the confidence, not in ourselves, but in you and in what you have chosen for us to do. Help us to not look on our own abilities, look to our own resources look to anyone, but look to you and expect great things from you. We pray for um, support, the support system for these ladies so that they will be able to have the support to increase their faith and to believe you for the great things that you have for them so that all these, all the people around us who are hurting, who have needs, that we as the body, we all have our own individual um, mission that you gave us. We have our own individual talents. Help us to uh, come together and uh, feed off of each other's talents and support each other's talents uh, so that we can go out as a body and reach different people and groups um, that we need to, to reach for our nation, but also for your kingdom. And for those of us who you have to do global ministries, I just pray that you will expand our minds to believe that yes, even us, you've chosen even us. And so I thank you that you have given us the authority. Before you left, you said you have given us the authority. So I pray that we would embrace the authority you've given us and that we will step out to do the supernatural all to your glory. In Jesus name. Amen. All right. So before we tune out, I have, for those of you who live close by, I have a planner party coming up in Mineola. And what that is, is we're going to bring our planners and um, it includes, um, you get a, a quick training on how to, to plan. Um, you get the actual planner itself, or you can, if you have a planner already, I'll give, you get a, a journal, a vision journal. So it'll, we, we'd have tons of things there for you. We have access to stickers and washi tape, colored pencils, everything you need to make your dream um, attractive and to be in an atmosphere and an environment where people are making big dreams. So you'll be able to see someone next to you planning this, elaborate, whatever, and this next person planning a mission trip or this person planning whatever, and we're all together and we're just feeding off of each other. So that'll be amazing. So that's on seven, eighteen, nineteen, 19 and it's going to be at um, 207 North Highway 27. But once you go on, you get more information, and you can always email me. Everyone should have my email address on my website, which is janismodes.com. And um, so you're going to register at backslash party. All right? And so come on down. Join the planner party. Um, so we'll be planning for greatness. And I don't, we don't do anything small. I was going to say I don't, but that includes you. We don't do anything small because we know when uh, God came to Solomon and he said, Solomon, build this uh, temple or build this home. It was two things, this home and this temple. Solomon said, this is going to be an awesome building because my God is great and awesome. So that's what I want to speak over your goals. Whatever you have written down today, I can boldly say it's going to be great and it's going to be awesome awesome because our God is great and our God is awesome. So I think that's it. Um, oh, one more thing. I thought that was it. <laughs> so if you'd like for me to host a planner party for you and your friends, you can just email me and I will host a, um, a private uh, planner party for you and your your friends or your group or your employees, what have you so that you guys can um Plan big. Alrighty, so I'm going to stop this recording and then answer questions, or you can let's see, stop recording. Do you want to stop recording? If yes, you to receive an email.